We are at war, and it's not against our neighbors, spouses, children, politicians, or whatever else we feel like we're battling against. So the questions are, who's the fight against, and are we winning or losing? We're the Adkins, and we are a force to be reckoned with. Are Are you you ready ready to join join the the force? are back action <laughs> awkward silence and cue the go that wasn't even english we hope you guys are all doing well it is the end of august if you can hardly even believe it i cannot school is probably either back in full swing for you guys or happening this week or sometime soon after for us it happened last week and as a mom it just got me thinking there's just a lot going on, you know. You got a clothes shop, you got a to supply shop. You have to make sure your kids' heads and hearts are ready. You got to make sure they got the shoes, you know. And you've finally gotten into a groove with summer, and now the routine's changing again. I'm not gonna lie, as a dude, the only thing that you just mentioned that affects me is the routine. Yeah, which is why we're talking about that this week. <laughs> So today, super practical, super short and sweet and simple. A lot of this you might already know, so it might just be like, yeah, I got this. This is affirming for me. Um, but I would I would honestly say that, yeah, of course, this is for people that have kids that are going back to school, but also these things can apply to if you're starting off in college and you want to make sure you're setting yourself up for success. Honestly, even if you don't have kids, but you're just trying to get out of that summer summer routine and into like a good fall routine, I mm-hmm. think this even applies to you as well. So, because even if we didn't have kids, don't you think that these things Yeah, I mean even apply? the the principles apply. Right. So today we're going to talk about back to school and five things that we are doing to not lose our minds and to make things just a little bit easier. They're still going to be hard. You're still going to yell. You're still going to probably cry every now and then. Your kids might go run out to the bus stop, tear in their eye, like, but it'll happen less frequently than if you didn't do these things. So, yeah. And I would just, <clears throat> excuse me, the thing to add that, <laughs> um, the thing I'm just going to add in here is like a lot of these, like these routine things, you really want, like, if these routines work for you, if any of these things work for you or anything that you're trying to implement work well, you want them just to become second nature, just to become habit so you don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. For me, when I look at some of these things, it's kind of like... um, Like, we already know this? Yeah, like, some things sound so simple. Right. Right? But then- and, and I often think this. I don't know about you, but I think that sometimes when, like we're talking about anything like this or some piece of advice or whatever that we want to give people. Sometimes I'm like, this is so stupid. Like who even wants to hear this? And also who are we? Because if anybody right. knows our lives, you know, it's crazy. And it's but so, it'd be worse and you're like, it's stuff. so simple, mm-hmm. you know, but then I look at myself and I think about myself and you are so simple. I mean, <laughs> kind of, Right. But think about think about how many times you've been listening to a podcast or you listen to a sermon 
and you've heard yeah. the exact same thing dozens of times. Right. But then hearing it again, either through a new perspective or what you're going through in life at that time, or it just having it as a reminder. It's like, oh yeah, I knew that, but I kind of forgot about it. Right. You know, and I it's mean, like, that's e- so simple. I can just do that. A good example is that you and I, we've been kind of at each other's throats a little bit for a lack of a better word. <laughs> I mean, is it a lie? You were literally were at my throat. You had your uh, both hands around it. No. I woke up in the middle of the night. <laughs> Stop. That's not What's true. Happening? It wasn't that bad. I'm just kidding. But kind of not really. Help me. It's never. It's like, okay, yeah, things are bad right now. <laughs> but then if you sit back and you have a conversation and you think like, all right, why are things so bad? It's always the the dumbest stuff like for us we had a long conversation might have been a couple slam doors you know we're not perfect might have laughed <laughs> might have might have called 10 times <laughs> you're not just gonna walk out in the middle of this fight on me we're gonna finish this thing right now we're not going to bed angry we're gonna finish this Oh, you know, for every relationship, there's one person who can't go to bed angry and one that does. One that immediately, as soon as there's any confrontation, the other one's like, oh, in a second, you could jump up back here. We were not done. Game wasn't finished. You don't just walk out in the middle of the third quarter. Oh, yeah, you do. We got to finish this. You go, you grab those keys and you go to sheets and you get yourself an energy drink and you drive around and you listen to music. That's terrible advice. Bad advice. Don't do it. Okay. That was all a lie. That's not true. It might be true. Maybe half true. What's a lie and what's not true? (laughs) I don't know. All of that happened. Did it? Okay. So what I'm going to say is (laughs) all of that to say, I'm so sorry that you guys listen to this podcast, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Um. All that to say is if you go back in the past months, you'll hear in episodes about things to do to like keep your marriage going and like weekly check-ins and all these things. We didn't do the the dang thing we told you guys you should do. Hey, guys, we're doing this. This is working out great for us. Okay, okay, okay. Let's stop doing that. And things are going to go off the rails. We have just officially lost all of our audience. But it's always a simple thing. So we finally, when we finally had the conversation six days later we sat down and we were like oh of course we're about to break up we haven't been doing our family touch bases like duh you here's your goal here's my goal and then and we don't even know we're strangers we're strangers we're ships in the night strangers in the night we're ships in the night keep passing me by just wasting time Trying to prove who's right. Thank you, Matt Carney. Thank you for those lyrics. Thank you. Okay, so it's always simple. So back to back to school. You don't have to overthink it. And we're not going to give you these like really cool Pinterest things because that's not who we are. And the more simple, the better. You know this. So first and foremost, this is one thing that we're pretty strict on. I think we've talked about this before. Because we want our quality time together, unless we're fighting. But bedtime and evening routines. We actually have been pretty good about this one. Yes, we have. Even through the summer, it's gotten a little bit later. 
But this is one thing when it gets back to school time, we're going to be real sticklers on. And it's just like, I think it's so good for the kids to set the expectation. Like, this is when you go to bed. It's not an argument. Um, We talked about this a few weeks ago. But for those of you who didn't listen, um, our older kids, they're older now. So they might be able to stay up until 9 p.m. But we want to go to bed at a good time, too. Mm-hmm. And we also want to spend time with each other Just so that we don't get into, you know, fights because we're not on the same page. So even though our kids can stay up till nine, Corey and I want to go to bed at like nine thirty or 10 so that we can get a good night's sleep. Well, that's not enough time for us to like unwind, clean up the kitchen and spend time touching base. So we still have been making our older kids go to bed around like eight. Carter has practice till eight. So it'll probably be like eight thirty. Come home from football, grab a snack, go upstairs. You can be awake until nine nine thirty. You guys can read or draw or pray or do whatever you want, but you you can't be here. You can't be be where we are because we're hanging out together because we want to like each other, you know. And then the younger kids, we put to bed at like seven thirty, eight o'clock, somewhere in that range. And I got to tell you something here that was absolutely life changing. I don't know if I've mentioned this before or not, but haven't. we haven't mentioned this Mm-mm. is, you know, you hear about these special parents and these special kids. <laughs> well, like all of our friends did this and we were like the ones that were like, no, yeah, but then you see it too. And you're like, you're just like, okay, like these special people were able to pull this off. I can't pull this off. And I'm talking about like your kids going to bed on their own. Yeah. And I'm talking about like like two and under kids. Yeah. And and our kids didn't. No, they didn't. And my Like uh, when they went to bed, we had to go to bed. Yeah, like oh my gosh, it was a battle, but like Maya, we used to always just hold her to put her to sleep and we never taught her to like put herself to sleep in her crib or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And so then fast forward, she's 2 years old, we put we put her in a big girl bed and now she can just like get out of that bed. Like she's big enough, she can get out of that bed and and she yeah. should we get out. And then the next thing you know, we got into this habit. So we were trying to get her to stay in that bed of we would lay down with her. And sometimes it would be a cool, you know, 10 15 minutes. Yeah. But most of the time it was an hour <laughs> or more, okay? Of you're just in there and you know and I'm yeah, like it'd be like 7.30, and we're like, oh, we'll get him to bed. We're going to hang out. We're going to do this, this, this. We're going to do this work thing. We're going to talk about this. We're going to do that. And Corey's upstairs for an hour and a half, and I'm like, did he fall asleep? No, So then I, I go didn't. upstairs, pop my head in. Did he fall asleep? No, it started and the I'm whole like, thing. You started the whole thing over. I'm like, get out of here. Get <laughs> out of here. I, got, I almost had her. So all that to say, we now put our kids to bed. Yeah, we got Maya trained. She's trained. High five. Boom. And yeah. I'm just like every day in pure amazement. Every night. Every night because I'm just like we take Maya and we take Roger. Codename Roger is what we're calling. That's what I'm calling him. I'm calling him Roger. Terrible name, but okay. Hey, codenames sometimes have to be terrible. Okay. So anyways, the, the, the four-year-old that's with us too. And I'm like every night I'm getting ready to put him in bed. I'm like, oh no, like it's still like I'm having PTSD from <laughs> back in the day. And I go up and I lay Maya down and I pray with her and boom, I'm out in like two minutes. 
And then I go over with Roger and I get him down. I pray with him and I put him down. And I'm out in the And now it's causing a problem because for me, I'm used to like an hour of time where I just sit on the couch and I scroll through my reels and I catch up. And I'm like, okay, Corey goes upstairs and I open up my phone and then he's back. And boom. And I'm like, I, as I'm walking down the stairs though, for me, I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> We just, I just did this another five minutes, <laughs> 10 minutes max. And that's if I had to go to like pee or something. You got I'm like, your life back, man. Oh my you gosh. Your life back. Like, what are, I've been losing an hour of my life mm-hmm. for the past two years. <laughs> this is amazing. So, anyways. Okay. So, all that to say, bedtimes. You guys probably know this. Everybody's Train your ready. kids. Okay. Bedtime. But even more than that, evening routine. Yes. So, we start the evening, you know. Get your snack out of the way. Get your drink out of the way. We do a prayer. We do devotionals. Whatever that is, consistency helps the kids go to bed. All right. Next thing. And that snack has zero sugar. That is anti-sleep. Okay. Next thing. Thing number two. This, why didn't we catch on to this sooner? I don't know because we're not that smart. I honestly tried to. But our kids are in sports and they have book bags and they have a lot of things. And I mean, I can't tell you how many times I'm flying out the door liberty can't find this we're going to a football Mm. game we're going to be late he can't find his shoulder pads or his blue sock i have a kid showing up with like unmatching socks and one missing shoe and i'm like why why am i the only mom that can't get their life together ever so we've implemented this there is a designated spot where your football or basketball equipment goes it is in the garage. Yep. That is where it goes. You're responsible for that. Same thing with book bags. I, you just figure it out. You know, if your kids have a take home folder, you tell them this is where it goes. If it's not here, then the papers don't get signed. And the same thing with your book bag. This is where it goes. And I can't look around when you're leaving at eight ten in the morning and it's eight oh nine, and your book bag has been in the driveway in the rain all night. I just, we can't do that anymore. And guess where that spot is not? It is not in the middle of our kitchen floor. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. We have hooks for the book bags. The kids go, they hook them on. They put their folder where the folder goes, the football equipment, it goes in the garage. And the hope is that now there's a little bit less chaos in the mornings and on Saturdays for football. And to be honest with you, let's just, how many people can relate to this? I know I'm a person of habit now, and I don't even have to think about it. Like, for me, like, as a dude, think about your wallet and your car keys. Yeah. Like, I, my wallet and my car keys are in one of two places at home. They're either on the counter up by the coffee pot, or they're in my computer bag. Mm. It's one or the other, and I always know that they're in there. And if they're not in there, then I'm looking for them. But, like, I don't have to think about it because I have those designated spots for them. Yeah. Same thing for the kids. If you put your your sports stuff, you put your book bags, your shoes, whatever. If you put them in the same place every time, then you know where it is and you don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. And that is for adults, college-aged, if you have kids, if you don't have kids. Even if I didn't have kids, we'd be doing that. Okay. If I could do that with my outfits like Steve Jobs did, I would. Okay. So some people this works for, some people this doesn't. I feel like I've been a person in the past where I'm like, eh, that doesn't really work for us. But I also have a child who things don't fit right. They like the, they're like, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The texture. Like 
they have sensory, sensory stuff. Mm. So like socks, pants, all of this. And a mistake we made last year was every morning it was like a thing with the outfits. And then they were like crying Mm -hmm. stuff with socks Mm -hmm. that they couldn't find. So I still don't this year we're setting out outfits the night before. So simple. But I also do this for myself with like working out in the morning. Just put your outfit out the night before and then it's already done. Saves you some time in the morning. And I honestly sleep better because there's just one less thing in the morning that you don't have to think about. So that one's super simple and we're excited about it. Okay. Last two things are. It is true. It is kind of funny. Like in the morning, like when I've set my clothes out in the morning, like in your, in that negotiating with yourself phase, you're like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm not going to say, Oh, I already set my clothes out. All right. I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I've always been the type of person where if I can't find something to wear, I'm not going, I'm not going. And it's bad because sometimes I'll be really, I feel like I'm a little bit spicy today and these episodes are making me seem a little bit crazy, (laughs) but it's just true. If you pick out your outfit the night before, it's just who you are. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. But it's not, this is who I am. It's not going to change. Remember you can, you can change and, but yes, you can. Some things are, yes, you can. So, okay, sorry, we're, I'm pulling up the next resources, which I have in my hand here. So if you have the video, these are backwards, so it's really not even that helpful anyway. But these are called Character though? Matters cards, and I got them offline. Actually, a friend recommended them to me. Um, it's by September & Co. And so I'll link their Instagram in the show notes. I love these little cards. We did do this last year and the idea was that we were going to do a card a week and sometimes they were a little bit longer because I wanted the kids to really memorize. Actually, we did drop the ball toward the end of the year. But basically these cards, they're they're all different kinds. It's one short little card. And so for this one, it says the word is integrity, knowing what is right and good and sticking to it. The opposite of integrity is corruption. And then it has like three or four examples of how can I show more integrity? Choose the right thing over the easy thing. Think about others and not just myself. Help others choose the right thing. And then it has a Bible verse at the end that talks to them about integrity. And so we would go through these things with the kids. They're cute little cards. They weren't very expensive at all. And just teaching them words and teaching them different character traits they're kids. They're not going to get everything right. They're not going to get it perfect. But the more we can just instill these little things, I mean, the hope is that it sticks in some ways. And there were situations, um, like one of our words last year was boldness. And so I would give the kids, I'd be like, okay, I want to know one way that you were bold. When I pick you up from school, that's what I'm going to ask you. What way, what way, how were you bold today? Or like, how were you a leader today? Or if the word was integrity, what was one way that you used integrity? And their examples were so good and cute and I loved it. So I'm excited to keep implementing these. We're not looking for perfection here, guys. We're just looking to try and be intentional parents where we can. And this is so simple. It's like five minutes, you know? Yep. Anything you want to say there? No, when you said bold, it was just reminding me the other day when I was getting Roger to go in the in the pool with us and it's like you gotta be bold I don't wanna be bold yeah I'm not gonna be bold I, today I'm so sorry but I hate the name Roger I know <laughs> but a it's a little four year old boy 
I, I know Roger's in my life, and Roger, I love you. I do. But for the little guy, no. You just offended three people that listen <laughs> to this podcast named Roger. Last thing, and this is something that we've talked about in the past. So something that I, as a mom, have always been very sensitive about with my kids. It's just something that has been in, like, I don't know. Like, we all have our things as moms. You know, some of you guys want your kids to be pristinely dressed and have perfect hair. I try my best, but that's not me. For me, I, like, want to have, be connected with my kids and have, I I don't know. It's just important. So I want to, I've always wanted to find that balance of, I don't want to be my child's best friend. I don't want to be that parent that enables them and has them do bad things. But I also don't want to be so strict that they feel like they can't talk to me about stuff or they're uncomfortable to come to me about, you know, uncomfortable things. Like I want them to be comfortable. I want to be the person that they go to. So I created this journal and it is published and out. It's called the My Why Journal. And this has been a really good conversation starter with our kids. It's also super cute because it's hardback and they can keep this when they get older. But Basically, each of our kids have had this basket in their room and they have their different activities. You know, like when we say they have to go to bed up to their rooms, but they don't have to go to sleep yet. This is in that activity basket where they can color, draw, journal. The Y journal is in here. And so basically there's this section for you to write a little letter to your kid explaining like, I want you to know that you can come to me. I want you to feel comfortable. So if you do have questions, sometimes life is busy. Sometimes I'm cooking dinner and I can't give you this in-depth question right here. So I might say, go write the question down in your journal and then they can give the journal to you. So like they write their question down, maybe they leave it on the end of their bed and then you go grab the journal and then you can write out a response. And then if there's scripture that ties to your response, you put that scripture there. So because so often like, we have answer. We have rules like you can't watch this thing. And they're like, why? I don't get it. I don't get it. And it's like, because I just because you just can't because you just can't. Well, it's not because you just can't. There's deeper reasons right. for that. And sometimes we have the time to explain it. And sometimes we don't. Right. And sometimes it's just an ongoing conversation. Yeah. So for that example, it is a much deeper rooted thing. And we have to explain it on their level. So it's fun to kind of write notes back and forth and then tie scripture to it. And then they have this like conversation back and forth that also becomes a keepsake to them of letters back and forth with their parents and they can pass it along to their kids. And then there's also a section in the back, section two. Yeah, it's called, I don't want to talk about it. And so here it just says, sometimes questions are hard. Sometimes they're flat out embarrassing. Please don't let that stop you from asking me questions. My promise to you is that if you write a question in this section, I will understand that you don't want to talk about it. Sometimes we just need answers and that's okay. I get it. So if you write a question in the following pages, know that I'll answer the question and then respect your wishes to not bring it up unless you decide that you do want to talk about it. Um, And then it keeps talking. And then I ended by saying, we don't have to talk about it. Just don't stop asking questions. I love you. And then there's a section for you to write a letter to them. And then this whole section, it's like, you know, our kids right now, I was just texting with my friend about this. The public school system can be wonderful. And it can also be very tricky where they're exposed to things that 
we don't even realize that their kids are getting exposed to things younger and younger. Curriculum is changing. So we really need to arm our kids and prepare our kids and build them up and have these conversations at home because the things that our kids are being exposed to and being taught in school aren't always great. There's so many great things about public school, but at the end of the day, it is our job to give them that foundation and teach them truth and teach them right from wrong. And some of those things are uncomfortable. So this uh, journal has been a really cool tool. I'll be completely honest with you. We've been out of the habit of it for a while, but I'm so excited about getting back into it with my kids because when we did it, it was super fun. And often they would write questions in here and then I would write a response and then they would come back with even more questions that just led to deeper conversation. One other thing I just want to add in there too that I didn't really think about before when we had used it and when you made it was that sometimes based on people that are around you or where you're at, the question that they might be thinking of or want to ask is also maybe inappropriate. Yeah. You know, it might not be age appropriate or it might just not be contextually appropriate depending on, or personally, it might be too personal of a thing to ask. So, and what made me think of that too is just like for any of our foster parents out there, sometimes the kiddos want to ask questions about our our the foster kids, mm-hmm. right? And it might not be appropriate to ask certain questions about, you know, what's going on in front of them because our job is to also protect the little foster kiddos from mm-hmm. some of the things that are going on in, in their lives with their bio parents or what have you. So, um, you know, that's a, it's another place to be able to answer questions that, you know, might just need be more of a one-on-one type setting or two parents and one kiddo. Totally. So, yeah. Okay. So recapping bedtime and evening routines, figure out what works for you and stick to it because you will thank yourself later. Find designated places for school stuff and sports stuff and make your kids stick to it. Again, you will thank yourself and your kids will thank you and your relationship will be better because you won't be fighting when you're walking out the door. At least not about that. Third thing, pick out night outfits the night before. Fourth thing, character cards by September and Co. I will link them in the show notes. And then the fifth thing is the My Why Journal. Um, If you don't want to buy it, that's fine. You can use a spiral notebook. But like I said, this is hardcover and it's a really good keepsake. And we hope, what were you going to say? And the sixth thing is uh, go into your closet, throw everything (laughs) out by... Uh, seven pairs of jeans, seven black turtlenecks, and one pair of New Balance tennis shoes. And uh, you can just wear the same thing every day. You don't have to think about it. Easy enough. Um, We hope you guys are so excited or at least embrace this back to school season. We hope you find your groove and it's smooth sailing. And we're right there in the thick of it with you guys. So we will talk to you soon. See you later. See you later.